Yeah, I wrote that one down. All right. You're not hearing anything? How about now? No? I can hear your voice. I can't hear the music. Oh, I, I stopped playing the music. So, try again. Are you not playing the theme tune? Do you believe that? Oh, I haven't played the theme tune yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's greyed out. Oh, that's what I was like. I was like, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm about to play it. Should I play the theme tune? All right, can you put me in the other one? Because this is really loud. Oh, I can turn it down. Okay. Is that be better? Great. Yeah, that'd be great. We just keep this in for the <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is all what happens when you put together like new things for the studio. It all looks good, and then you don't test things 100%. But uh, I think we're good to go now. All right, we're ready. We, we only do one take. <laughs> that's right. right. That's right. 800. You are listening to. We only do one take podcast. The only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. Can you hear that? And welcome back, everybody, to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. I am Turch, and with me is my co-host, the CEO, the man that told me in private that those Mexicans should probably get back to Mexico. It's Kieran. How you doing, buddy? I really enjoy every week hearing what little intro you have for me. I love it. And they should go back to Mexico. Here. <laughs> It's funny writing these things. It's like I have to come up with a, a fresh joke. Unlike Tom Myers, I come up with fresh jokes every week. Oh, and unlike Tom Myers, you fucking improve each yeah, week. week. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. You know, uh, that, that's how you know you're growing as a comedian. It's good to have you back in the studio. It's been a while. We did the last show at your house. Yeah, yeah. And it it is a good vibe. The vibes here are very fun. The vibe, it's good. We're back. We've sort of been a bit of hit and miss, but we're 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 pumping out content. We're trying our we're content. trying our best. That's uh, our you know, you're a father, and then and the economy, and uh, let's not get stuck down. Um, Turch, a good friend, Nick Tradge, yes. got married on the weekend. Yes. Congratulations, Nick Tradge and Sorsha. Hello, guest of the show. Yeah. Guest of our show. Been on a few times. He did some uh, conspiracy theory stuff with us. He was on one of my favorite shows that we did where I brought in piss dribblets. Piss, that's right. As a as a problem. So he's been... He's every been, now and then, I reckon about every six months, I have a piss dribble problem. And you just go, what and, the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so congratulations, Nick and Sorsha. Absolutely. We, yeah. after the wedding, had kick-ons. Now you... Uh, Wait, are you doing tongue story? Yeah. Oh, you got to do this. This is their plan, people. These are demons. Sorry, I know. I'm sorry. Just like the Bible says, it's basically an intergalactic invasion into this space for people. I, I'm telling you, it's what all the ancients said. It's what they warned of. It's what we're dealing with. They're freaking interdimensional invaders. Okay, I'll just say it. Make fun of me all you want. These people are not freaking humans. I love Alex Jones. Good on you. Fucking brilliant. What a king. Bruh, fucking brilliant. And then yeah. Anyway, we went to kick-ons. Now you are responsible you have a child yes you left the wedding i did you didn't go to kick-ons the wedding couple nick and Sorsha, went to kick-ons yes oh, i hope so yeah so that that was great went to kick-ons uh in footscray i didn't realize that you could party in footscray you didn't have to go to the city you could just go to footscray and, well, that's, and- like, that's like a northgate type thing yeah all right so after after oh i've got a kebab story too i'll tell you that later I got to meet the locals of Footscray oh, at a kebab, and fuck me, I was conservative as fuck. <laughs> it was, <laughs> and I loved it. All right, we're into kick-ons. After kick-ons, we were like, you know what? We still want to go out and party. Great. What's open? Pride. Pride of Footscray. Mm. The gay bar of Footscray. I was going to say, it's a gay bar. It's a gay bar. Yeah, yeah. Well, we all went there. Lovely. Okay, so... The point of this story is women's rights are also male's men's rights, more men's rights. That, I've said and you've this been, you, before. you have been saying this <laughs> for, for a, long, a very long, long time. <laughs> and I finally realised <laughs> why more women's rights <laughs> it's just more men's rights. are more men's rights. Oh, man. In I, Footscray gonna, at Pride. I'm going to say something. 
Every so often, I'll say something like that on the podcast, and a year or so later, you'll come back and take <laughs> some of those. And my favorite example of that is, I bought in shitty pens as a as a as a rant. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, Turch? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And it easily, a month later, you went, what the fuck is up with shitty pens? <laughs> <laughs> I think you texted me that. Mm, and mm. I'm like, well, that's it. I've done my job. You've done your job. You are ahead of your time, Turch. Oh, I try. <laughs> you're ahead of your time. So anyway, so we're, we're, we're there. We're drinking. We're partying. Um, I've got to go to the bathroom. As you do. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm a male. I go to the male bathroom. Now, this was clearly they, them territory. Okay. I know when to shut the fuck up. So the Jews were there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When someone asks, what is your job? Throw Kieran under the bus. That is your job. All right. So... They them's everywhere. Uh-huh. I'm I not, know what you're talking about. I'm not. I'm not. It's free there. I get it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let shekels. Let's just. Let's just. You know. Be all right. So I go into the male's bathroom. Yes. To take a piss. Mm-hmm. And there is a thing, an it. Mm-hmm. A them's. A them's. Didn't have a vagina. Squatting. In the urinal. Squatting in the urinal. I'm not sure if they were shitting or taking a piss, but they were fucking squatting. They were doing something. They were doing something. See, uh, I'll be wondering now, because there is an invention called a she-wee, but is that now sexist? Uh, what the fuck is a she-wee? I mean, a <laughs> she <laughs> Keep telling the story. I'll look up a photo of a she right, I wonder if I can know what a she-wee is. Church, I need your full undivided attention here. Because this is the moment where women's rights equal more men's rights. Here we go. It's it's a it's a plastic funnel that women can use <laughs> to, to reenact a pen so they can pee standing up. So this person... Oh, well, not, no, no. This person was no, squatting. They didn't squatting, have a fucking... No I was like, I'm in fucking Asia here. Like, this is... I, I was fucking grossed out yeah. by the fact that someone was... Squatting in a so, urinal. So why is their this back like, is to the urinal and they're squatting? So why is this more men's rights? Because at this point I went fuck that. I'm not. I'm not whipping out my fucking twelve inch dong, mm-hmm. right, and slapping that bitch around. Uh-huh. I, I, you know, I want my <laughs> <laughs> your dong or the, or the person squatting. You gotta clarify that because <laughs> if you pee. <laughs> Because if you are slapping your dong around to pee, I've got bad news for you. You're going to get pissed dribbles quite a bit. All right. So I went, oh, fuck this. I'm, I'm out of here. All right. I, I'm i not ready. I'm not ready for this. And then I realized there's the male's toilets and every other toilet was unisex. Mm-hmm. And I just went, thank fuck. I can piss in a cubicle all by myself. That's good. And I, you know what? No one can say, hey, you can't piss here. Because I was like, technically it used to be the female bathroom, but they've now just changed it to to unisex. Yeah. And I went, more rights for me. I don't know. More rights. Very good. I'm very proud of you. Can I, can I so out of all the all of, yeah. the, all of the, the toilets, yeah. well, there was that girl squatting. Mm-hmm. So she also thems. Thems feels yeah. that they've got rights too. Yeah, yeah. But I'm liking this bathroom situation. More places for me to shit and piss. This is exactly why Jess hates it. (laughs) It's like (laughs) fucking men pissing all over my seat. I've got I've got a yeah, um I feel like the etiquette at a nightclub, if there's a there's a toilet and if it's after midnight, you can piss all the fuck over the the, the seat. Mm. Right? But if you're female, you don't want that. I don't understand Because that uh, happens in men's bathrooms. I, I don't understand unisex. Because uni means one, right? Like a unicycle has one wheel. Shouldn't it be bisex toilets? Mm, you're making a very good... You're making <laughs> Not a very unisex. Because unisex would just be like a male or a female. Well, I'm pretty sure that Philly, Always Sunny in Philly have solved this Yeah, dilemma. animal shithouse. Animal shithouse, yeah. <laughs> and it's very good for furries who do identify as animals. Well, where the fuck do the furries go? Animal shithouses. Animal shithouses. But not the unisex. 
I don't know. Not allowing, not allowing them in the unisex. I'm not a good English guy, right? I'm not good at the English. I speaks the King's English. I is. He's, he's yeah. very good, right? Yes, King's English. What a, what a, what a coronation that it was. Um, but I, I, I don't understand how unisex is for both sexes. Well, it's for one sex, the sex, the male sex. <laughs> King sex. King sex gets the gets it. I'm very proud of you. Well, I I I have a couple of stories if if you would like me to. I do want to hear your stories. So, uh, we did have our friends' weddings and lots of fun things. I was his best man. Yeah, we organized. I was going to box and sat. Go to his house, and the first thing that happens, his mum takes our baby off us. And decides that she is the pseudo grandparent of this child. Now you are walking into a wog house. It was very woggy. And she picked up an. A she half should Ita- have. Ta- if she hadn't taken your child off you, I yeah. would have been. She, he is a half Italian baby, so yeah. he did very well. But he was my. He was, he was my, with his uh, people. My favorite one. Hmm. Before my wedding, and I don't know if you remember this, but I I do. You messaged me going, "I can't come. I'm really sorry. I got COVID." And then I tried to call you. And then he went, ah, joke, it's all good. Did I do that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you, uh, my mind vividly remembers that. And I, I don't know if it's something I just made up. Oh, no, 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 but no, I'm no, no, sure no, 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 and I go, mate, I'm really, really sorry. Jess and I won't be able to make the wedding. Something's come up. I'm really sorry. <laughs> and I just messaged him that <laughs> on Facebook Messenger. And the only other thing I do is send him a screenshot from Google of the date of the coronation. Yeah. <laughs> so all he sees on his phone is, mate, I'm really sorry. We can't make the wedding. So he has to open up the message. And he opened up the message and he goes, fucking... I hate you so much. I can shut myself for a minute there. It was oh, pretty great. But you have to sort of do that to the groom. Just oh, to, that uh, is brilliant. He's easing his nerves. Yeah. You know, instead of the family pain that he would suffer being embarrassed by his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, he got to... Uh, you were a good best man, by the way. The way you handed those rings over... I tried my best. And remembered the rings. Well, the, you know what? The worst... The box was so... Everyone... I tried to take them out of my pocket... And they weren't coming out. And then after the fact, everyone goes, oh, were you trying to play a joke? And I go, no. I just couldn't get... My fat fingers couldn't get into my small pocket to get the big ring box. Because the rings box had both rings in it. So there was this massive box that was in my pocket. And I actually felt it the whole walking down the the aisle. I felt it (laughs) sticking out like a a protruding breast. (laughs) Right, right. But it got out. I I was at the back and we were having a lot of fun. Because... Because that wedding, we there was an open bar when we turned up. Yes. So I was already two drinks in. It's pretty good. To that wedding, on already on my third. That's good. I know. That's what you got to do. You got to support your friend in that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Always, always very. Uh, always got a drink. Hmm. Yeah. The, drink. The, uh, what you, else do you have for us? Well, I have some rants. Excellent. Let's get. You know what going. that means. The hell up. Shut the hell up, bitch. Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. I've been having to go into the office Um, a little bit more. Commiserations. Uh, I hate it because uh, it takes me a while to get there. And then it takes me a while to get home. And it's sometimes wet. Mm. And uh, I don't. Because it's raining. And I find that I don't do as much work in the office as I do at home. Right. Right? Because everyone just annoys me. Mm-hmm. Like people. Instead of me just listening to a podcast while at work, I have to listen to people's, how was your weekend? Oh, pretty good. How was your... You don't enjoy that small talk, do you? Uh, not that I don't care, but I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> how was your weekend, Turch? <laughs> the wedding was lovely. So I'm walking to work uh-huh. and I'm walking and I'm avoiding, uh, it, ra- it was sort of spitting, but it was wet. Mm-hmm. It'd been raining overnight. And like, I walk, I usually cut through the park a little bit and I go, no, no, it's wet. I'm going to avoid the park. Avoid the park, go up the, the, the path, safe, 
dry, dry ish or still wet on me. Yeah, yeah. But dry. Did you not have an umbrella? Yeah, I had an umbrella, but like okay. the, the path is wet. Right. Because like it's been right. raining, like concrete gets in, wet. You're in business shoes. Well, I wear, I, I keep my business shoes at work and I wear my runners. Ah. Smart. You're Smart. fucking a dad. That's, no, you're not fucking a dad. You're <laughs> a fucking dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do, because it took, it decayed a bit walk. Yeah, no, no, no. Fair know, enough. You know, Fair and enough. Then, and then. And it's comfort, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh. Okay. And I go, yeah, no, and I don't even wear dress shoes at work. I've got like a pair of vans there that are like mm. classy vans. Oh, no, yeah. Anyway, walk away. I get all the way to the top of the hill, avoid all the water. Car drives past, mm-hmm. little splash, right onto the toe of my shoe, wet sock all day. You fucking, you should have had backup socks. Never uh, inappropriate weather, church. You know what? You know inappropriate what? clothing. I almost walked home and went, fuck it. <laughs> Day off. <laughs> started, started, started my week again. That's uh, how my, you could I, have bought socks from Maya. So, okay. So now I'm at the top of... Oh, your work's near the DFO. Kieran, yeah. that means I would have still had to sit on a truck. I would have... Uh, I had to sit on you a You could train. probably fucking Uber Eats socks. <laughs> so too. Eats, yeah. Eats socks, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I survived. Okay. But fucking hey, I did go buy a pair of socks. <laughs> it was it was it's rough. Well, that's first world problems. I understand. So I'm at work. Yeah. And this is where this is where the story gets. What days are you in at work, by the way? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, three days. Yeah, two or three days. I'll try not to go into Wednesday. Anyway, I'm at work and I'm collecting. I'm doing work for the podcast. Uh huh. And I don't know if you heard about this, but Ohio has passed this new law. That you need, uh, if you're going to websites, like adult websites, you need to provide your license. Mm, the government wants to know what porn you watch. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to find out information about that because I heard recently that Pornhub has just said, we're not serving anyone in Ohio. In Ohio. Yeah. I've got an article on this later. Excellent. Yeah. So I went to find that article. So I typed in Pornhub Ohio ban uh-huh. into Google search at, at work. At your work. And... So that the the web search came up, but the clicking on an article from the Guardian, yeah, and the Age, yeah, both banned. Really, and I'm like, this is legitimate news. Mm-hmm. This is legitimate world news about suppression of speech. My taxpayer money, <laughs> yes, is funding you when you're meant to be. I don't know what the fuck you do. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? To me, I was saying this to Jess. You know, you have real friends, like you're really close with a guy, when you don't, you know what their job is, but you have no idea what they do. <laughs> like I know that you. I'm not going to say what you do on the podcast because I know that. Well, I know where you work. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's just say government. Yeah, yeah. But I won't say which part of the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what what I do every day? Fuck I've got no fucking idea. I, I don't like. I know you you lecture. Yeah. But I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, uh, okay. And what else do you do? I don't know. Like, I know the fundamentals. Yeah. Like, I know, like not like our friend Niall. Hmm. I know he works for a telecommunications thing. But what does he actually do there? I don't know. Yeah, I got no idea. No idea. <laughs> he was talking to me about doing a presentation. I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? Yes. I was in a room with twelve other PhDs. Right. You could have literally... I knew their names. Yeah. I knew fucking everything about them. What's their PhD on? Oh, I've got no fucking idea. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Care. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's something to do with, like, like, it's like our friend, space or... I've uh, got two very uh, friends that are musicians, like, you know, a drummer and a guitarist. I know that they both work at schools and they do all this stuff. I don't know exactly know what they do, but goddamn, I can tell them about every single one of their favourite musicians and what drumstick that they use, a guitar string that they play. Because yeah. that's what we talk about. So very annoyed that I can't access new sites, not even pornographic imagery, a website of a new a news site. You that, can't that even just access has, the news. The news because it has porn. Okay, here's a, here's my final final rant. Chatty GPSs. Oh, <laughs> you know what. <laughs> I don't know why they build GPSs to be the most annoying second wife in your car. (laughs) (laughs) I think, okay, 
I use my phone now and I just have it turned off. So I yeah. don't have that problem. But fuck me, yes. When you had to have those GPS things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I connect my phone up to my car, yeah. like via USB, and then the app sort of does all this sort of stuff. So I can control with my voice, mm-hmm. my Spotify, the maps, I can change, turn the volume up and down, all that. It does everything. Like right, it. Right. But I can touch the screen Fancy. too. Fancy, you know, mm. right? I'll be there in 12 days, Turch. 12 oh, more yes. days. <laughs> Exciting. You'll have, you'll have that. And it's great. But... It's like, okay, I was driving to the wedding, driving to uh, our friend's uh, parents' house, and I'd only been there once. I'm like, I'll just chuck it in the maps. Turn right at the roundabout. Turn right onto this street here, highway number 406. In 100 metres, turn right onto highway 406. Turn right onto... It's been a 300 metre span here. This is between roundabout and roundabout. I don't need to know. Does that turn right at the at, at this street. Perfect. Done. They need GPS for men. Yes. They need unisex GPS. No, no. They need they need <laughs> they need uh, GPS for men. Yeah. That's very short and concise. I believe it's called the Melways. So, spoken by a phone sex operator. Ah. Yeah. Or Morgan Freeman. One of the two. You've got to have the option. Morgan Freeman being banged by a phone sex operator? <laughs> and that's when my penis got erect. <laughs> Go left. It's more annoying because I don't really listen to music. Hey, fucking Tom Myers could, could integrate oh, this <laughs> into his fucking he's into his jokes. That's good, I, he might have to have some help with those ones. Yeah. There. But I think the most annoying part about it is... is that you understand basic navigation and not only that, the GPS is very Americanized and says things in Australia wrong, you know, um, or like the Tullamarine freeway. And you're like, mm. no, it's called the Tuller. Yeah. Let yeah. us go. Yeah, <laughs> like no, you're not getting it right. Uh, please, please say it correctly. Yeah, but I don't know why. Like, it just fr- frustrates frust- uh, frustrates me so much that the that the GPS is so chatty. And like I said, I, I was going to say the I usually listen to podcasts in the car. Hmm. You know, I fucking hate GPSs that play over podcasts. Yeah, I can't fucking stand. Yeah, that. I know, I, and I understand it's all you know if they were playing music, or whatever. But they like. Sometimes they don't even stop the podcast. Mm. No, I can't fucking... I can't stand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our good friend Niall has that when he fucking drives. He puts the fucking GPS on, mm. on his phone, even where he knows where he's going. Yeah, now he do. says, oh, it's because of traffic and uh, get the traffic updates. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. Turn the fucking voice off. Down. Turn the voice off because you don't need... You don't need it telling you how to fucking drive. I, I'm pretty good. And dimming down, because it dims down the background yeah, music. Yeah, I know. And I fucking hate that. I That fucking sucks. See, look, I've been to your house a few times, and I just got, I'll just make sure I'll get the right house number and street, right? Yeah. I know how to get like 90% of the way there, like all the freeways, but there's some of the turns, because like, I haven't been there enough. To, you know. But eventually I'll be like, oh, I know exactly how to get there, and I don't have to, don't, don't have to worry. But right at the end, it's like because it's, it's like coming short to streets. your new house. Yeah, it's when I I know the turn off. Yeah, and then I quickly but pull the back over. street part. The back street part. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think I've actually street. come a different way every time. Every way. Every yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the same for me. Like yours is not too bad, but yeah. like you know, some other places you go, yeah. like Trash's house. Mm-hmm. I've been like four different ways, mm-hmm. depending on the time of day, mm-hmm. just because of where he is. You know, Trash's house is right next to Up and Smoke. It is. Yeah. I know that. We went to dinner there. Yeah. Remember? We, we, I, I wasn't there. I was in India. Uh, Church, after the event on the weekend, yes, I went and got a kebab. Sure. Yes, the kebab story. Do you want, do you want me to play the story thing? Nah, yeah. we've heard the story. <laughs> and let's... The people that don't understand the town of Footscray, it is very socialist. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Yep. It's very, it's very, it's almost in the city. Very green, yeah. It's it's in the city, but they're very alternative, hippie, greeny, socialist. It's like the uh, Clifton Hill equivalent. Yeah, yeah, but just yeah. Okay, so I'm getting a kebab, as you do, as I do, and the youth were also there, mm-hmm. 
And there was this girl who was about 21, looked 18. There was a rat. And I fucking saw the rat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fucking fuck off, shoo! You know, stomping my feet. In and the kebab shop? Near the kebab shop. Near? Near the kebab shop. Okay. And she was going, oh, don't do that, don't do that. And I was like, it's a fucking rat. So kill it. I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, if I, I, s- I had a mouse in this house, and I'm like, Jess, we're going to buy traps. We're going to buy <laughs> fucking poison. I'm going to lace everything. And- oh, we, we had a rat in our backyard. We're going to kill it. And I've got fucking like 20 yeah. mouse traps. And oh, bait. you know what we got? We got these like little um, food pallets and yeah. like this made of wax. And if they eat it, it, the wax is full of poison. And then they just go off and die. Sweet. We got one in the roof. Oh, good. But I don't want to like, I don't want to put the poison because I don't want it dying and smelling the roof. Yeah. So we got the traps set up. There. I thought I'd have a, a dog that, that would get them, but yeah. he just. Like, and, you need cat. Cat. and you need a cat. You need a non lazy cat. So this rat was out there with the socialist woman. Yeah, yeah. She's like, don't, don't, like, don't kill a cat. Don't, yeah. don't hurt it. Anyway, then I got talking to her, and they just fucking annoy me. Just, I can't remember what she said. Anyway, I, I banged was, the shit out of her. I was very drunk, but just, they're idiots. <laughs> they're just idiots. I, I saw a picture recently on on either Twitter or Facebook. And it was someone who was a socialist saying, I've designed what I think the money should look like in a socialist society. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, is that defeat the purpose? <laughs> <laughs> if everyone earns the same amount and things, everything's even and we're all working as like, you know, utopian type of society, you don't need money. Why are you designing money <laughs> to buy goods and services? I don't, I don't understand. Here. Go, go move to Russia. Um, all right, that's that's me. I've got news. You got that's news? Let's do it. It is time for the motherfucking news with the wheel in one take like this. You really caught something, motherfucker. A trans woman. I know which one this is now. A trans woman found innocent <laughs> of flashing her penis at woman after judge rules she's too fat. <laughs> I love this article because I started reading that going, that fucking judge. And then I, you know, after she's too fat, I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. It's amazing. <laughs> I read this. I sent it to our friend Nick to calm him down before the wedding. And I'm just like, everything about this is Fucking amazing. So this fat woman who was a who's a guy. Yeah. Uh went into a YMCA uh-huh. and was naked and apparently all the women said, Oh, he flashed us. Three women. Three in women. The women YMCA. Three women. Yeah. And then the judge goes, There's no fucking way you can see that guy's small penis. <laughs> <laughs> Cleared. And I'm like, this is both a win and a loss for society. <laughs> It's a win because they've gone fat people can't see their dicks. And sad because... All lift up their gut to show their dicks. And sad because that just means these are just more men's rights. (laughs) It's so good. Uh, I thought this was the article of the year. This is this is. I don't think there's going to be anything funnier <laughs> than that article. This, this is a close. Uh... <laughs> the judge said in his ruling that Glines thirty one is so fat that it would be impossible to see her genitalia under her belly. He added that there was little dispute as to the facts of the case. <laughs> does that mean? I I thought about this. Does that mean he got this person to be naked to make a judge? That's interesting. He's a judge. That's it. He's a judge. Yeah. Uh, here we go. I, I've got uh, some some women news. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know me. I like to find out that women are taking taking control, taking charge, breaking boundaries. Yeah. Good on you. Um. Burning down barriers. Female firefighters conference causes out of control fire. <laughs> So, let me... I need more information. So, uh, Banff. Yeah. I'm sorry, Banff. Banff. uh, In America. They decided, hey, you know, it's time that we'd be progressive. And they got an all-female firefighting team. Uh Uh-huh. 
and they work together and say, you know what we need to do? We need to take control, and we know that we get fires around here, so what we're going to do is we're going to get put together a controlled burn. Uh-huh. And you know about all about those. Yep. Very important part of very, uh, very important. Uh, yep. keeping not only crops safe, but people safe and animals safe, a whole bunch of things. Also important to know the fucking weather conditions and do it at the right time of year. A whole bunch of things. Yeah. Right, so this all-female team went, we've got this, we're going to show that we can do it just as good as the guys. Perfect. So when it happened and they started it, they started the fire and they couldn't put it out and it caused a massive fire which had to be called all these other fire brigades to come in. So the in. men had to come in. <laughs> had to come in and so put out the fire, literally, <laughs> that these women had caused. I mean, you know, it's uh, yeah, instant. Yeah. Residents had to evacuate and horses had to be quickly relocated as winds changed direction and pushed the fire out of the controlled area. Uh, windier than anticipated conditions to blame, apparently. But, you know, I mean, it could have happened to anyone. But I think the fact that they went out of their way to go, this is an all-female team. We've got Do you know all many control the- burns I've, I've been a part of that were called off? Yeah, I'm sure. You fucking, you're like, yep, yeah, we're going to do a control burn. And you get there, and you wait around, and they go, no, nah, nah. not today. And you go, all right. All right. Bye. Next, 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 next time. Next um, time. I, I just couldn't believe it. I saw that, and just having those two articles of, like, you know, ban, ban women taking control, and the next one, out of control fire. <laughs> this, is, this is where you want competency. This is, like, the highest level of competency. You want competent people doing controlled burns. Um, back when I was in the fire brigade church, and I'm all for this, Mondays was only for the women to train. Right. Wednesdays and Sundays were for everyone. Yeah. But Mondays, women only. I always think with a physical job like being a fire person. Yeah. That the more men are there because they're just physically going to be on, on average, stronger. Yeah, yeah. Well, the women did. The women had the mo- the Monday training because Wednesdays and Sundays, for instance, they felt like they couldn't. Um, uh, so we're doing things because we're stronger. It's just it's just a biological fact. thing. Yeah. Okay. So they might need. It's not to say they can't do the skills, but they might need longer. Yes. To learn the skills or learn how to bowl a hose or. Or just, or it just takes them longer because they, you know, they haven't got the muscle strength to quickly do certain things. You yeah. know, you're you're a tall guy. You're six foot, yeah. six foot one. Yeah. And you know, lifting something up, you've got more body mass, more muscle strength, all that sort of stuff compared to a woman who's probably, you know, even the average woman's five four, five mm-hmm. five, who's half the size of you physically. Yeah. It's just not going to like, even a very fit woman. And an average guy, I would say, would probably be able to lift just as much as each other. Yeah, yeah. So, so all all for that, them having their own brigade, but competency when it comes to controlled burns. Church. Yes. We've touched on this. Oh, yeah. Do, please, please. I, could, I was not allowed to access the article. <laughs> Searches for VPN saw in Utah amidst Pornhub blockage. So... Please. People in Utah need their porn. Well, it's interesting. Utah and Ohio. Is it Ohio as well or Utah? Uh, Utah. Utah. Uh, I was thinking of another story with uh, yeah. Ohio. But Utah, I know, has a big Mormon or uh-huh. Latter-day Saints population. So porn kind of is their escape. Because mm. they're not allowed to have sex. They're not allowed to have vaginal sex. Right. But they are allowed to have butt sex. Okay. Well, I don't know if that's that's just what they do. Right. And I think porn is sort of there. Pornhub, one of the largest porn sites in the world, has blocked Utahnians from accessing content in response to the state's requirement that they verify users' identity. The requirement is the strictest in the nation in line with our findings that Utah is among the most culturally conservative mm. states. I feel like this just goes against America's First Amendment of like freedom of speech. It. Yeah, I I don't understand why they've they've done this. It feels very 
regressive. Mm. Anyway, VPNs have soared uh, so Utahians can access their porn. So it doesn't appear that they're coming from Utah. It's important. Maybe there's a conspiracy theory here. Maybe the VPN networks are behind this. Maybe. Yeah. We'll start with Utah and we'll we'll move across the states. Do you remember? I don't know if you remember this, but VPNs, you never had to pay for them until recently. Uh, Last couple of years you've had to pay for VPNs. Okay. So when I remember being in high school, Uh right, and you couldn't access a lot of sites. Right. And there was a VPN website that you would put, like, that you would go to. And then type in the website you wanted to go to, and it would just create a VPN for you, right? And you could get onto the site. Like you, I don't remember this. Well, this uh, maybe it was just something me and my mates did. And fucking nerd. Oh, you know, <laughs> whatever. Um, hey, I I'm a little bit older than you. We didn't have the internet. We played fucking sport. Oh, look at me. I'm so fat now. <laughs> um. I just remember very vividly doing that. Like it was like a website you could go to. It was free. No worries. And nowadays VPN seem to be all the rage, but you have to pay for like a, like a subscription to them. And it's like a, like it's the cost of another mm. streaming service mm. just to have. And I'm like, I'm sure that this should I, be a free. There yeah. ain't no free VPNs no more. You know what the problem is? Women got on the internet. Ah, you know, right, I've always yeah. said that. Yeah, yeah. You know, they try to regulate this and that. The more it should just be for a bunch of nerds trying to access porn. Yeah. And what happened was we got the in- women involved to take photos of themselves on Instagram, and everything had to be sanitized. Mm. Shouldn't be like that. Shouldn't be like. Well, speaking of sanitization, man arrested after opening heroin, cocaine, and meth store in Canada. Wait. So he what? He opened a. Heroin, cocaine, yep. and meth store in Canada. Uh-huh. Jerry Martin says he opened the drugs store to give people access to safe supply of fentanyl-free drugs. Vancouver opened a store selling heroin, meth, cocaine, and MDMA. Was arrested less than twenty-four hours after launching the business. He opened the drug store, a mobile shop in downtown Eastside West, uh, Wednesday. The neighborhood that's been ravaged by an overdose epidemic. He said he wanted to give people a safe supply of drugs that had been tested to ensure that it didn't contain fentanyl. So all these other drugs everywhere else are bad. Are bad or, they, or even worse than yeah. what they are because they were being laced mixed with, laced fe- with fentanyl, fentanyl, which is bad. even worse yeah. than heroin, MDMA, MDMA mm. cocaine, obviously, you know. So he's like, well, I'll just open up a shop and I guarantee it doesn't have it. Arrested. Mm. Gone to jail. See, I reckon we're going to look back in like 30 years and go, why was he locked up? Yeah, I, I, looked at it, I looked at it now. I'm like, he's doing an enormous service to these people. You know? And I'm sure he's making money, which I'm happy about. And I hope that... And people have the freedom to choose. That's right. If they're going to take drugs or not. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and I hope I hope that the government never sees any money from any sale of drug ever. Fuck them. Church, I'm just gonna. I run a car. I've got my own company, right? Mm-hmm. I've just finished the tax return. What for last year? Yeah, and it's. I've got five days to go before the deadline. Anyway, zero tax paid. That's what Jess and I do every year. Oh, church. How happy am I? In fact, we've got about $10,000 of, of tax credits. We're pretty yeah. we're pretty happy to us. Uh, very, very exciting. Church. Go for it. My last article. Yeah. Uber's been around for a while. It has. And it's gone downhill. It's gone to shit. Oh, I, yeah. I, so I bought this in ages ago. Remember, they used to give you mints and water, let you change the music. And now it's just an Indian guy talking to 10 people on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that's not my article, but... Close. <laughs> Close. What are the most unusual items left in an Uber? Oh, can I guess? Can yeah. I guess? Are guess. Uh, false teeth? It's got to be one. 
fake tooth. Yes, close enough. Yep. Close enough. Uh, the other one would be uh, a uh, some sort of butt plug or vibrator. Uh, yes. And the last a one, remote controlled vibrator. There yep. you go. And the last one I'm gonna say is an unusual item. I'm going to say some sort of animal pelt. Animal what? Pelt, like the like the fur, like the skin. Ah, uh, no. Okay. That probably has happened. Oh, no, yeah. But it's not on my list. All right, we've got a fog machine. That's not strange, is it? That's pretty strange. Oh, you know, you might be a DJ. No one leaves a fog machine. Unicycle. Yeah. 16 ounces of fake blood. That's pretty weird. Two fingernails. No, that's normal. That's like women, like, their women fingernails women. break off. And, a yeah. single Gucci loafer. No, that's for, that's just a drunk person who thinks... Pregnancy that test. Ankle monitor. I don't find... An ankle monitor means you're being, you know... I don't find that as... No, that that's the worst place to lose your ankle monitor. Yeah. Because they've got the Uber literally have your track you. Yeah. Say they dropped you off here and your name and your phone number and your credit card details. <laughs> uh, get, what else you, do we have on this list? A toy poodle, hamsters, two turtles, and a rat. That's that rat that you saw down oh, at the, the, the kebab shop. Fucking wanted to kill that rat. <laughs> I don't understand why anyone wanna wanna keep it alive. Um there you go. Mr. Turch. Do you have any more articles for us? Uh, I have one more little thing I would like to discuss. And that is, I, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Collingwood Football Club. Mm. Ah, the best football club, as we all know. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> uh, me, the Fairweather fan, uh, played against Sydney Football Club recently. Mm-hmm. And they have a player on there called Buddy Franklin. Mm-hmm. And at Collingwood were up in the fourth quarter they're winning mm-hmm. Buddy Franklin who is all considered like a very good football player yeah played well, won premierships with both Hawthorne and Sydney got booed oh. by the 80,000 or so Collingwood supporters at the MCG congratulations very funny because that's what you do to, at sports yeah. yeah you boo the other team and in this case we're booing their talisman but if he was playing for Australia, you would fucking love him. Love him. Yeah. You know? But he's playing for the wrong team. Playing for the wrong team. So he gets booed. You know? I love Leo Messi, but when he was playing Australia, I wanted him to die. Yeah. Boo! Yeah. Um, anyway, so the Collingwood Football Club come out and have this two-paragraph apology apologising to Buddy Franklin for the fans booing him. Oh, lame. And I'm like, this is... Do you remember them in The Simpsons? When Bart and Lisa are going, Daryl, and Daryl Dormy has the tear in his eye. Yeah. I'm like, bro, though, that was a joke. As like, oh, look at these people take it really seriously. No, they don't. They're like, I, I've played a lot of sport. Yeah. And we've played sport together, in fact, playing netball. And sometimes we've got people on the bench yelling at us. And they're our teammates that we should be listening to. When you're on the court, you don't listen to anything but what's on the court. I guarantee you, Buddy Franklin... Even there was 80,000 people yelling at it him. It probably fires him up. It probably either fires him up or he's just not listening because he's so focused in on the game. Like, even when... Uh, another example, I've played music, played the shows and stuff, and sometimes you go, did you see me do that in the crowd? And I'll be like, I have no idea what happened in the crowd. I was so focused on playing music and just enjoying the moment. I don't see anything but just the I've, band. I've actually asked someone who, who umpires. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, um... um uh, yeah, umpires, sorry, in the AFL. Mm. And I said, oh, it must be pretty scary, like, or, or you know, people, people, you know, with the comments, the the crowd says. And he goes, nah, it's just loud noise. Mm. He goes, I'd hate to be like a basketball uh, referee because mm. you're so much closer to the players. Mm. Mm. And, I was like, and that's how I feel about Buddy Franklin here. Interesting. One, he is a very seasoned footballer. Yeah. Who's probably heard the worst of it around. Yeah. And to get an apology from a football club, shame. I, I just shame. How dare they? The good news is the fans are going. What the fuck are you apologising for? If anything, we should apologise, not you. Yeah. And secondly, we're not fucking apologising. We fucking hate that. We're cunt. gonna boo him. Boo him again. Church. Oh. Last week we played the last podcast. We played some Tom Myers. 
We did a lot of Tom Lights. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I are you able to bring up the Tom Myers clip? Oh, I do, I do. Let's let's, let's go here. because I've I've got two jokes. Okay, and they're right at the beginning. Oh, okay, they're beautiful. This, so the right stand up set. It's a stand up set, and what I did was I thought, could Chat GPT <laughs> be funnier than Tom Myers? And so what I did, basically, it's his first. I think it's his second and third joke. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's his second and third joke. So what I did, I literally copied his second and third joke into ChatGPT. And I said, turn this into a joke. Right. I've got the written answer here, which I'll read out. But I want to hear his joke first. Okay. So let's listen. I'll tell you when to pause. Okay. Week run of shows I'm doing in Pennsylvania. I'm starting. I started uh, in Philadelphia and I finished up here. Oddly enough, which is like, you know, usually like you, you end in a big city joke. like Not Philadelphia. So it's just this weird little interesting trajectory of like a big city and then a bunch of small towns. And then I end up here. He's like, I've been doing this for more than 20 years. A lot of the comics I started with. like Okay. Okay. So I feel like you should be coming out with a bang. We're realizing how shitty he is. Yes. Uh, obviously he's been like talking for 30, nearly 30 seconds and there's been no there's, joke. There's no, been no joke. So, so now he says, I started doing some comedy with a bunch of... So this is the joke. So I've taken it from here and I've put it into chat. So I started people. doing comedy right, with so, a bunch of people. So yeah. let's listen. And I end up here. He's like, I've been doing this for more than 20 years. A lot of the comics I started with, like they're doing... Uh, they're, they're doing clubs, colleges. Some are getting specials on Netflix. They're on streaming services. They're doing commercials. They're doing movies. Me, I'm performing for Amish Buggies, Sheep and Pretzels. So that's... <laughs> All right, pause it there too. Okay, so I've taken. There was no joke there. I've taken. I've taken that. Right. I put it into ChatGPT. Here's the joke. Okay. So I started out doing comedy with a bunch of talented comedians. Some of them are killing it now. They're doing big clubs, colleges, and getting Netflix specials. And then there's me. I'm performing for the Amish, telling jokes about butter and pretzels. I guess you could say. I'm living the simple life. <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> I come. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Fucking perfect. Chat GPT even cleaned up like, word economy. Yeah. They clean, she, they, it cleaned it up. And not only that, made the punchline really good. Ooh. And linked it in with like the Amish. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like it linked up things. This is what we were talking about last time. We linked up things within the joke across the board, but we linked things up across the street. This is like linking up within a, a certain paragraph yeah, of, yeah. of the joke. And that's a great punchline. Yeah. You know, because uh, this punchline here was like, uh, I can't even remember the punchline. <laughs> that's how bad it is. I want to hear his punchline again. And, right. then, and then listen to the, the, our one. They're on streaming services, they're doing commercials, they're doing movies. Me, I'm performing for Amish Buggies, Sheep and Pretzels. So that's... (laughs) I'm performing for Amish Buggies, Sheep and Pretzels. That's not a joke. I know, it's not a joke. (laughs) That's not a punchline. But I'm performing for the Amish... Telling jokes about butter and pretzels, which is... Oh, that's a bit funny. That's funnier. Yeah. I guess you could say, I'm living the simple Because it's life. funny, because he just says, I'm telling jokes to uh, the Amish, buggy, uh, Amish buggies and pretzels. Yeah. That's going, I'm telling jokes to the Amish about butters and, and pretzels. pretzels. That's so much funnier. Yeah. That's already a joke. And then he top, you top that with an additional one about the simple life. Ah-ha, that's great. See, and like, there's a bit of self-deprecation. Deprecation. 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 Because he's like, oh, they're doing so much better than me. But then he brings it back around. Like, if he could say that, you can take this. This is for free, (laughs) Tom. You can. I want you to use this. I want you to use this, Tom. We love you. So good. Come on our show. All right. So you said you said you you punched up his second joke. Yeah. This is the next joke. All right. Here we go. Show in a place called Shemokin Dam. 
a couple nights back, and you had to go up this one road, and a very good friend of mine, a very funny comedian uh, named Jared Horning, he made a comment about how there was nothing but porn stores and strip clubs going up this particular road. I thought it was full of shit, and then I drove up that road, and I'm like, holy shit, there is nothing else to fucking do in these towns. <laughs> and it's very like, insulting, like in, in between these two, in between some of these shops, they have a billboard that says, sex trafficking happens here. <laughs> no kidding, that billboard is right in between two strip clubs. <laughs> Alright, pause I, there. Alright, okay. here's, here's chat GPT. So what was the, wait, wait, I'm trying to work out, <laughs> I just kind of remember, we've watched this like three times now. What is the punchline there? No kidding, women are getting sex trafficked. Yeah. Good, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's there's, a joke. I just, that's there's, 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 it's, it's really hard to figure out what the pun. like, there's a premise there. Obviously, there's a premise. Even ChatGPT has noticed that there's a premise of something, but there's no actual joke, uh, joke involved. There. Yes. Okay. So, what does ChatGPT? So you chucked all of that in there. So that would have been a word for writing. word. Yeah. And then I just said, "Make this a joke." Right. That's all I said. <laughs> Amazing. Right. Okay. So recently, I did a show in Smoking Dam, and let me tell you, the main road is a trip. My friend warned me. That all there were, all there was on this strip, were strip clubs and porn stores, and I thought he was exaggerating, but man, he was right. I've never seen so many scantily clad women in my life. I wish I had the money to afford some of those strippers, but let's be real, I'm a struggling comedian. The only thing I can afford to take off is my coat. It's so good. It's so <laughs> fucking good because it's so concise. Yeah. And so... And, and then like, he's making fun of himself He's making again. fun of himself again. It's fantastic self-deprecating humour. But it goes on with that because he's still making fun of like, like, like... He's still making fantastic observations. Like, my friend told me that this... And he's absolutely right. It, it's bad. You know? And I wish I could go, but I'm poor. Yeah. And that's so great because he's... Even that joke there links back to the previous, previous joke, joke. Yeah. <laughs> without them even knowing. Because he's like, like in the previous joke, the chat, and you did these two separately, right? Two separate. The first joke, Chat GPT said, "I'm poor and I'm struggling. I'm a struggling comedian. That's why I'm, you know, I'm working the simple life." And the second joke, Chat GPT's got. I understand what you're going with this, and I'll say that you're poor and you can't visit the strippers. Like, but continuity-wise, perfect. Yeah. By a fucking machine. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. It, it just he, you know what? He could be the funniest comedian in the world. All he has to do is write his jokes out. Chuck him into Jack, Chat GPT uh-huh. and go write me the punchline, uh-huh. and then learn those phrases word by fucking word, uh-huh. and go on stage and do it. Yeah, and he would be a fantastic comedian. The fact that he write, only does his own material and not not AI created material makes him really bad. Oh, but there's no like, I've been I've I've been listening to a bit of Tom. And the, did you listen to Make uh, America yeah, an Eight yeah, again? Yeah. Is that the worst thing you've ever heard? But the thing is, I I actually I don't mind. I to I listen and I can hear the premises. Yes, and I listen to it go. I don't know what the joke is, but something could come from it. Yes, and that's it's, what I find really frustrating. Yeah, yes. that's what I find. Like you're not just a comedian who started, but you or you're not working on. I think uh, I was listening to another podcast talk about him and they had a comedian on and he, every, I said the word before about it. He said the, the problem with Tom is his word economy. Mm. You know, instead of, he's got like flow on sentences that are so long and so wordy that it actually makes people lose track of the joke. Like even the first joke, I said, what the fuck was it even, what was even happening? But what ChatGPT did was s- condense it down to only the things that were required yeah. to make it a joke. And because of that, it actually makes it funny. 
but he says so much and says so little at the same time. It's it's actually astonishing. It's I feel like he's writing an essay for your class. Yeah, oh. it's like you need to write two thousand words. He's like, ah, I can fill I can <laughs> fill a bus to this. I can absolutely. You know, I've got I got four hundred words of goodness. I need sixteen hundred words of nothing. Here we go, people. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. You know, what he should really do is keep those 400 words, only say those 400 words, and then write gibberish and highlight it and cover it in white <laughs> and then send it in. I mean, just make the word count, but don't actually say the words. Um, I just, I was fucking am- amazed at how well the fucking AI technology did that. Uh, I'm pretty happy about, I'm pretty happy that we're using chat GPT for good oh. around here. Oh, it's, it's- amazing. So, Tom, put your fucking set into ChatGPT. <laughs> Write it out. Put it into there. Uh, and work on your jokes. Amazing. I think you could be a comedian. I think you could be a... A, a solid C-list comedian. Yeah. Like, go around. Like, you got your Jerry Seinfeld, your Louis C.K. Your Louis C.K. Yeah. or your Dave Chappelle's. You know, you're not maybe... You're, you're like, not them. You're not them. But you are... Could you do a show at the at Comedy say- Fest? Pro- probably, yeah. yeah. And could think- you be a support act somewhere? Probably pretty consistently. You, you could probably have your own own fucking, like, show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, some, like, you know, crappy sitcom or something like that. Or no, not show. I meant, like, a, a comedy show. A comedy like special, a show. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even uh, a half hour. Half hour, good. I would rather watch a half hour good set of comedy than an hour of bullshit. Yeah. You know, I watch. I don't know if you or twenty minutes, whatever. Like, uh, I've, what did I hear a comedian say? Getting your first f- solid fifteen minutes is hard. Yeah, it's hard because you've got up, you've done three to five minute sets, mm. and you're throwing out like ninety eight percent of those jokes. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I, I don't know if you like Norm Macdonald. I love Norm Macdonald. Yeah. Did you see the special on Netflix? Like, like he passed away, mm. and then they did like uh, they showed the video he recorded. Of him just doing the, uh, like he just recording stuff on his on on a computer, and just talking to a microphone. And then after that, Dave Chappelle, David Spade, Adam Sandler, uh, Conan O'Brien, and David Letterman were all sitting in a room. It was a female comedian, I can't remember her name. We're all sitting in a room, going, "Holy shit!" Like, amazing set because it was Norm Macdonald talking into just a microphone and computer for an hour with no audience. Mm. And Dave, Conan, all of them were like, so he talked in an hour in front of a computer with no audience. All of it was funny. Uh, but if you, you know, fix up a little things here and there, because it was like, you know, still working progress sort of stuff, work on this and that, and break it up so audiences can laugh. That's like two hours. Mm. But he just had an hour. Ready to go, and then Adam Sandler was like, "Yeah, we would do these tours. Like, I would run these tours with me, Dave Chappelle. I'm oh, sorry, uh, David Spade, Rob Schneider, and everyone else that was in that court of elk, yeah, SNL. And we'd go on tour, and Norm would come with us, and Norm would have a different half hour for two weeks of the tour." And everyone else was like struggling to come up with half an hour, and he had a, a separate half hour. There's only so many prolific guys like that that have that skill to write certain jokes. This guy don't have got it, mm, mm, <laughs> you know, mm, mm. but he can work hard to get there, and it's important to like aim for those sort of things and and really master your craft. But he's I think he just and wants... get feedback. Yeah, or accept feedback. Accept feedback. You know, we're we're trying to help you, Tom. We're trying. to I've help gone you. to the rubber duck. We've got to go to the rubber duck together. Yeah, yeah. Because that's where just stand-up comedians get up there and just they're just trying shit, mm. and it is some of the funniest mm. stuff I've heard. There's also really it's just shit, but it's stand-up comedians trying stuff, but they most of them. Go, oh yeah, someone's writing notes mm. for me. I'm going to do my set. I'm going to. They're going to write notes. I've re- I'm recording this so I can watch it back. See yeah. what everyone. Well, I've, I've sat in the audience. Someone's like, oh, can you actually film me so I can watch this? Oh my, like, yeah, sure. Give yeah, me your sure. phone. Like Sam Campbell, 
is I don't know if you. I don't know. I find that really nice. Like I like the rubber duck mm. or the rubber chicken or whatever the fuck it's yeah, called. Yeah. Because it's a nice place of it's a development area. Yeah. You see. Well, look, I'm just going to put it out there. One of my favorite Australian comedians is Sam Campbell. Yeah. And I think you would like his stand-up set. He's... I don't think I've seen Sam Campbell. Uh, you will like him. Okay. He's great. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm out of everything. I'm out of material. I All think right. you're out of material too. So that's how you finish it, Tommy. Just say, I'm done. Getting out of here. Kieran, thank you so much for coming into the brand new sort of uh, neatened up studio. Refurbished. Refurbished. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, getting those reviews, send us an email at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. And ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next Thursday. You are listening to. We only do one take podcast. The only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show.